What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. Um, so I'm reading uh, an article here from FirstRound.com. Uh, first and foremost, they have a lot of amazing content, uh, content here. I like to read up on this because not only do they provide a lot of high-level context, but they, they, they dive deep into a lot of tips, a lot of best practices, a lot of frameworks that I really appreciate. Um, and so I'm reading through an article here kind of talking about employee motivation and tools of how to create more motivation and get deeper to the center of why motivation breaks off at times. And, and I'm going to read something to, to you guys that I think is incredibly interesting and incredibly impactful that just a lot of... Uh, a lot of technology teams and product managers and startups need to really unpack and understand. So I'm going to read it verbatim here and then I'm going to give you guys my take on this. It says uh, sometimes a PM team, a project manager team might be very close to their metrics, well versed in what they need to hit and why. But they still feel like product decisions inevitably come from the top. They quickly feel like they're getting into a rut. They quickly feel sorry for themselves. They quickly feel like they have no accountability and no overall decision-making power and no responsibility for the overall product plan, even though they are close to all of the key metrics. Hey guys, sorry about that. Internet cut out of me. Let's get right back to the episode. Sorry about that, guys. My internet cut out here. But let me just kind of add on to the very last bit of what I was saying and then kind of get into the uh, the nuts and bolts of this. What I was saying is at the very end, um, they just don't simply feel like they are being heard, essentially. They, they're, 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 their understanding of the metrics, their understanding of the inevitable key things they need to hit, their understanding of a lot of different variables are not being re- respected and not being heard. Thus, they just inevitably don't feel like they're a part of the overall process of how we're going to get to inevitable and inevitable outcome of the product. So I got a couple of thoughts on how you guys can fix this because I would probably think that this is not a isolated issue that only um, that only first round capital kind of found in in the midst of life, right? Like this is not a um, anomaly. This is probably a very consistent problem that's happening in a lot of product management teams within the minds of a lot of product managers within the a lot of minds of, of technology organizations across the world. So a few quick thoughts here. Let's jump back up to the top here into the statement. It says a project manager or team of project managers might feel very close to the metrics or tangibly might be very close to the metrics, well-versed in what they need to hit pertaining to the metrics, but they still don't feel like they have a lot of product decisions. Thus, those product decisions are coming from the top. If I'm hearing that, if I'm a manager, if I'm a founder of a company, if I'm hearing that the very first thing I'm doing is I'm having a one-on-one meeting to really understand where that is coming from. What are we doing tangibly not emotionally but tangibly what are we doing within our processes that are that are that's making you feel like your your decisions are not being heard your perspectives are not being heard your your overall ideas and ideals are not being heard because if if i'm reading this correctly if they are very close to the metrics and they are very close to um very close and well-versed to everything that needs to be hit from a metrics perspective to, to be able to create the product that we all want they should have more say than anyone and so that's kind of been my biggest thing when I jumped into the space of people operations and HR and leadership and all these things is I've often scratched my head where why does a founder that is three to four to five clicks or steps away? Let's just call it what it is like a founder. You let me see. How I can break this down here. If, if let's say there's a found, let's say there's a team of 40. The founder probably 
on any given product or any given decision, maybe three to four individuals away, three to four context points away from truly having an understanding at a very authentic, deep, empathetic level of what the best move should be. So if I'm hearing this correctly, what I'm assuming is happening is the project manager teams and the product managers themselves, what they're feeling is there's not being any internal communications. There's not being any one-on-ones. There's not being any portals. There are not being any emails exchanged where the founders are saying, hey, we know you're close to the metrics. We know you're close to the product. We know you're close to the key, the key metrics that we need to understand. We know you're well-versed in a lot of different areas. What do you think the inevitable end decision should be? Give me your thoughts, your perspectives, and why. And we're going to test those, and we're going to unpack those, and we're going to respect those. So from what I'm hearing, that's not what's happening. What's probably happening is these project managers, these individuals are just on a piece of the overall chain, and then inevitably they're doing a handoff, and they're not having any say, any perspective on what the inevitable outcome is going to be. And I've been on the record to say time and time again, I just have no understanding of why that is even in place. Why does a founder or an executive within, within a startup team of 40 or 50 or 60 or 100 or for shit, for, for that matter, 200, why are, that, why are they not having any minimum? At a minimum, why are they not having one-on-one conversations at some point along the process with a project manager or a team of project managers or a team of product managers saying, hey, guys, what do you think, right? And I keep saying project manager by accident. It's really product manager. So pardon me here. But what are you thinking? What have you been seeing? You know the metrics that you need to hit. You're well-versed in those metrics. You've been meeting those metrics. You created some of the metrics. You understand all the different components to what we are trying to create with this product. What should be the end? What should be the inevitable decision? I'm sitting here in my ivory tower. I'm on these keynotes. I'm on these podcasts. I'm out here strategizing, thinking three steps ahead. I'm figuring out brand partners. I'm figuring out how we're going to go to market. I have a lot of things in my head, but you're in this day to day. You are in this day to day to day to day to day. You probably have a very authentic thought and perspective that I need to unpack. So I want to know from you personally, what are you thinking? Show me the metrics. Show me your ideals. Show me your perspectives. Show me how you're thinking. Unpack how you're thinking. Let's have a one-on-one. Let's have multiple one-on-ones. Let's have a fireside chat with the entire team. And let's all come to this inevitable decision. Now, what that decision-making structure realistically looks like is that person, again, over the course of a week, over the course of a day, over the course of a month, whatever the case is going to be, they're just getting all of this data. But guess what's happening when you're getting all this data? You're making all of these product managers feel like they actually are part of the process. They are part of the inevitable decision being made. They are made to feel like they're heard. They're in debates. They're in conversations. They're in moments where you're trying to figure out what's the best move, what's the best decision. Well, maybe we should do that, or maybe we should do that, or the metric says this, or the data says that, or the response from the from the test client said that, or the response from the test user said that, or well, you know, when I was at this company and I did this and this was here, like you're getting into the muck. You're gonna make people feel great because people like to feel like they're in the muck. They like to be in the muck. Product managers love to be in the muck. And you being a founder, having the responsibility of nine different things, you may not always be the best person to make the decision because you're not in the muck. You're not in the dead day-to-day. You're not in the weeds. So if you want to make, if, if and this, here's the thing, here's the best piece, piece of advice I can give. If you want to keep the decision-making structure isolated, which at times I actually understand and it can create a lot of simplicity. 
So if you, the founder, or you, the executive, or you, the CTO, if you inevitably want to be the one that makes the overall decision and the product managers don't have any say, the way that you want to create it at the very bare minimum is respect and understand that you are no longer in the muck. Respect and understand and give space to getting as much context as you can even bear, probably even more than you can bear, and then inevitably make the decision off of that. Do not make the decisions based off of where you've been and what you've done in your career long term or what your just gut is telling you or what a few contexts and key points or a few metrics are telling you. You need to get a lot of data from your product managers because here's what's going to happen. And, I, and let me jump to the punchline here at the very bottom. It says they, they quickly get stuck in a rut. They either feel sorry for themselves or simply fall into the habit of not, you know, re- taking responsibility of, of the product plan that can turn into churn. That can turn into high turnover. That can turn into people not being super accountable. That can turn into people not taking ownership. And that's not what you want. As you scale and grow, you're going to continue to get further and further and further away from the muck. And you need to be in the muck to be able to figure out what the inevitable great decision is going to be. And so the further and further away you get from the muck, you're going to need teams, people that genuinely feel like they have ownership of not only your company, of the individual products that they're working on. And if they don't feel like they have that ownership, they're going to do the bare minimum. They're going to half-ass it. And if they half-ass it, guess what you're going to get? You're going to get a half-ass product. You're going to miss things. And then when you go out to the market and you test it, you're going to get a half-ass response. Because they're going to look at a half-ass product. And then you're going to feel (laughs) half-assed. But seriously, though, like that's how this whole thing works. And I've seen it time and time and time and time again. And then they're wondering why the market's not responding the way they thought it was going to respond when they were doing a keynote or when they were doing a podcast, or when they were talking to consumers, they were putting together their go-to-market strategy. It's because you were not listening to the people that are actually close to your organization. That's like me right now with my, my partners, um, Angela and Anna, that are truly developing, creating the program with my high-level perspectives. That's like, that's like me going out and trying to find a client and saying to them, I know what's best for the client and ignoring everything that they say, even though they're the ones that are actually creating the program. They're the ones that are actually in the muck doing it. We need to come together. And that's what I'm proposing to you guys. You need to come together. I respect your leader. I, res- I respect your, your, your stance as a leader. I respect your stance as a founder. I respect where you're coming from. But you have to get closer to your people. You have to unpack what they're thinking, what they're feeling for two main reasons objectively for the product and making sure that it's the best that it can possibly be. And the second reason, which you guys know is the most important reason you need to make sure your product managers feel heard, feel safe, feel warm, feel wanted. It's a really, really, really good idea. And if you can do that, I guarantee a lot of great things can happen. Thanks a lot.